Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Hello, honeybees. It's good to be back. We're back. We are back. Today is July 97th. and um, 97th? Yeah, because it feels like this is the 97th attempt at recording this podcast that we have tried in the last three weeks well i feel like june and july have kind of combined together to form the longest you're right i'm sorry it's june 97th yeah not july yeah um yeah it's been it's been a time and uh we will catch you guys up on that i'm pretty sure that we could do a full episode or two on just catching up so we'll skip catching up for now uh we miss you guys i'm so excited to be back uh the reason that we haven't been posting regular content is I said I really need it to be when we are in a position where we can record constantly on a schedule every week so that I can publish mm-hmm. constantly on a schedule every week. <laughs> I did not want to start and give you one episode and be gone for a month or two. And had I posted in June, because um, I, exactly I intended to begin to repost again in June and June ended up being the worst month of my entire life um yeah I mean not of my entire life but it, it was it was it was rough. it was it was bad <laughs> uh my birthday was June 10th it was a rad time and then it was literally downhill from there so we will catch you guys up on that another time but I hope that you guys are doing great I miss you a lot when people, like that saying, when people are like, all right, this was the toughest part, but everything from from here is, is it downhill or uphill? I feel like both of those things could have a positive or negative connotation to it. Right. Um, if you think about like going downhill in a positive way, I kind of think about a roller coaster. Yeah, everything's fast, easy, That's quick. The That's fun. the metaphor I use. That's the fun part. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we think about like an uphill battle and we right. think about that it's incline as being a challenge and having to do things that way. Yeah. But if you're like, you know, that one person in a wheelchair that I like accidentally <laughs> no. assaulted at um, the museum in Montgomery, yeah. you know, I mean, like an uphill battle could be exactly what you want and you don't want any fucking help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've been corrected saying it both ways. So I've always just been like, well, I'm going to say it this way and hope for the best. And if I say it confidently enough. And it's all downhill <laughs> from here. Yeah. Catalyst. You know what I'm talking about. I just assume it's so contradict the fact that you still want me around and it's all down. You've never heard that song before? It sounds very familiar, but you know how I am with songs. Like, I'm not good at that (sighs) game. The worst, I know. Which is odd to me, but I'm really bad at that game. So continue You're terrible at that game. We have tried to play, like, the guess what I'm humming, guess what I'm whistling, and the lights are on and nobody is home. If those pop up... And, like, it's my turn to guess. You should never pick that as an option if you have the option to choose anything else. Yeah, I know. I've learned. Yeah, but if I do it with you, you'll guess, like, after the second whistle. Immediately. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that one. Or, or I, I, don't, I don't choose it because it'll prompt me some, like, for songs that I legitimately have no idea what they are. And, and then I just keep doing that, and it's just, anyway. This is a fun tangent. Yeah, sorry. So, babe. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I know you as honey. Mm-hmm. Cutie. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. Honey baby. Baby honey. <laughs> Honeykins. My baby. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. I love you. This episode is going to be all about you today. And if the honeybees are wondering why it's going to be all about you today, I would like to introduce my guest on the <laughs> podcast. Guest, will you introduce yourself and what are your pronouns? Yeah, so for now, my name is still Allison. <laughs> uh, borderline Anderson when we're at home just playing because there's one day that you called me that just like in jest and it just stuck. Anyway, um, and then my pronouns are they, them. Okay. Um, she, her is okay, but they, them feels a lot more right. Mm-hmm. And that's different yeah. for the honeybees because we have not had this conversation on air you're just now getting to a point to where you're feeling comfortable in that um and embracing that and being open about that Mm -hmm. so how would you right now identify um right now i would say i identify as non-binary Ooh, how does that feel to say out loud it feels good. Like, it feels comfortable now. Like, the first few times I said it, I was like, oh, no. Say more about that. When did you say it for the first time? Ooh. Uh, I don't remember. Probably to you, but I think through some prompting by you. I think you said something about, honey, how are you feeling are you feeling more non-binary are you feeling trans because I had some feelings and you could tell that I wasn't 100% comfortable don't get ahead of me okay yeah I wasn't 100% comfortable and you could recognize that yeah so okay with it with communicating that yes um and and to give the honeybees like a little bit of um just our communication style Mm -hmm. um I have to brew on things for a very long time before I bring them up because it, it takes a minute, right? You like a little tea um, bag. Yeah, or I don't recognize how I'm feeling quite yet, and it just I just need to figure out those feelings on my own usually. Um, but one of your many gifts is the ability to innately just know what I'm feeling even before I can. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times you do you help me a lot because expressing those feelings has always been difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, historically for me so you do a good job of of uh just kind of prompting me to be like it's a safe space it's okay and then I'll be like ah word vomit while I'm processing this all out loud with Mm -hmm. you yes is there a specific example that sticks out to you of that (laughs) that what is the specific example yeah but like like specifically what language was used what oh what was the prompt like so you i think i started talking more about just transness in general Mm -hmm. um and more non-binary people and like you picked up on those things Mm -hmm. and then so you led into a conversation we were not making eye contact because when it's about super difficult situations not making eye contact makes me feel better for some reason Mm mm-hmm so we weren't making eye contact and you were like, honey, um, I just want you to know, like, I love you and all of these things. And I'm just wondering, 
I've noticed that your your vocabulary is increasing surrounding non-binary mm-hmm. and transness, and I just wanted to know how you're feeling with that. Mm-hmm. Um, now that you've cut your hair and like you just start naming off these things that like or shifts that mm-hmm. you've seen, and uh, you were like you said that you feel more like yourself than you ever did with long hair. Has that continued with the way that you dress and like? You just prompted me with some verbiage that was like, are you feeling mm-hmm. non-binary or are you feeling more trans? Do you feel more masculine or feminine? Are and you like, comfy? You just tried to like provide just a, several different words or catchphrases or bud, buzzwords or whatever it may be for me mm-hmm. to latch on to. And I was like, yes, thank you. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about the revelation of your gender identity? Um, I it it is very like super scary, mm-hmm. and also like calming at the same time. I feel like very like very much so in a juxtaposition. Anxious and euphoric. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. I got you. I got you. Do you feel like this descriptor makes you feel more aligned with who you are? Yes. Yeah? Definitely. Um, I don't know what it is about. Like, I love labels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to label everything. Mm-hmm. Not like organizationally like you do. Um, but I, I know that in this way you feel similar too. Like I just... I want everything to fit into like its own little box so that it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, this label very much so makes sense, but I feel like my box hasn't been taped shut yet. So I'm not sure the final form of that box. I'm in the coop and the lot, tell the fuck 12, what's on other bells on the box. I just hit the lid with the box, had to put a stick in the box. Yeah, that. Pour up my whole MC and then I get lazy. I got some old ideas. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but that song was actually written about me. So, um, <laughs> thank you for sharing. Idiot. <laughs> my life story. Uh, my yeah, life so I don't story. feel like it's, it's, it's not at its final sh- shape just quite yet. Yeah. But I don't know what that, those final pieces look like mm-hmm. or when those pieces will come into play right and what that looks like because yeah and we'll touch base on that in a little bit how do you feel about your gender identity and using your pronouns at work um i think that's the part that makes me a little bit scared and Mm -hmm. it's not that anyone has ever um been unsupportive or like said anything homophobic to be to me except for that one new hire which he doesn't work for the company so whatever. Mm. um but we're also in the south and we're also in the trump bible belt and like uh, i just don't know it it doesn't feel the safe safe mm-hmm. and it's a huge vulnerability yeah and it, and it's not like and i don't mean safe 
in the regards of, sorry, uh, I'm apparently getting excited and, and yelling. I, <laughs> I apologize to your ears. I, it's not, it doesn't, like, I don't feel like there would be physical violence towards me mm-hmm. in that aspect of the word safe, mm-hmm. but I still don't feel like everyone would just be like, open arms accepting and welcome of it either it is very important for you to feel liked it's very important it is paramount to your comfort Mm -hmm. and to your success Mm -hmm. and for you to feel safe i mean in any aspect in your position in our marriage in society that's something that's always been very important to you so i can definitely understand how being so vulnerable and being so open about something so personal Mm -hmm. because ultimately that's what it is like externally like what other people should do where trans people are concerned is so fucking minimal right compared to the work that the actual trans person does yeah um on themselves like it's work to work through anxiety it's work to identify what makes you feel uncomfortable it's work to find language that's comfortable for you it's work to find clothes that make you feel good to you know, I mean, just to do these things that make you feel comfortable, just you as a person, not you as an employee, not you as a trainer, not you as a wife, not you as a daughter, not you as a friend, just you as a person. So it makes sense that it would be anxious when you have to consider other people's feelings and energies around that. Yeah. 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 So that's... And... Mm-hmm. Um, like the way that people, like when there's gossip and drama, for the most part, like people tell me about it, but I'm not going to engage or continue that further or any of that. Mm-hmm. Like I tell the people that need to know and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I already know like through the rumor mill and all the gossip <clears throat> stuff that's going to happen that like it's all, it's going to be all that anyone is talking about for a while. And I don't like that either. Why do you think so? Because they're nosy and they gossip about everything. Whether it's who's dating who, who's sleeping with who, or... Everyone, with everyone. For yeah. all of those things. Or, um... Yeah, who's leaving, or who did this, or who... I, it, there's just always something. Mm. Gossip-wise, it reminds me of, like, high school. With, like, just the immaturity levels that are there concerning gossip. Gotcha. Like, and the need to be just involved. Everyone feels the need to be involved. Gotcha. So it's just the involvement yeah, like, of everyone and you, kind of yes. feeling the energy of people talking about you instead of to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm already so reserved and I don't really like to blur those lines as much mm-hmm. um that it feels like they would be penetrating my wall that i've put up yeah and they're not invited through that space gotcha yeah i gotcha that makes sense thank you for explaining that to me that's a beautiful way to <laughs> put that that you never have before well i have never thought about that before yeah so. mm. this is also where the second why... time that we've recorded this yeah. podcast <laughs> 
Well, that's what I'm learning too is like through other people's questions and stuff. Like it helps me think of things I haven't thought of before too. Yeah, I know. So. And then you live with somebody that's like, what are you feeling? How are you feeling? Are you thinking about your feelings? And I'm thinking about your feelings. So I'm thinking <laughs> I'm feeling about your feelings. Then meanwhile, I hadn't thought about my feelings since the last time you and I tried to talk about my feelings. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh. But like, have you thought about your feelings today? I think that you should think about your feelings. Hey babe, will you do an assignment for me? Like stop enjoying your leisure time. I'm going to give you homework. Would you take 10 to 15 minutes and like think about your feelings and then I'm going to come back after about 15 minutes and ask you about those feelings and then we can talk about your feelings for two and a half hours. Would you love that? And no. you're like, no, I would not. Will you please get the fuck out of my room? And I'll be like, yeah. And my um, room, my office <laughs> space yeah. slash game room. Yeah. Kind of like we're in my quote unquote room now, which is just the studio recording yeah. space. Um, I work in the closet, but I don't Literally. live in the closet. Literally. Okay. <laughs> you get it because I'm out um <laughs> do you have any did you have any fears or hesitations about sharing that with me uh yes but none that you like were aware of that you even remembered have. so like there were a couple instances where um we saw other couples experiencing uh that transition together mm-hmm. and like you made a comment of I don't know how I would react if that mm-hmm. was you and I was like oh no why does this feel so detrimental right now like but this isn't me like why why are my feelings hurt yeah how come I feel like you don't love um, me and then oh so your <laughs> your taste in men uh and like the body types you prefer like the men that you've dated before you always describe them like as big huge and fat huge yeah and you were like, you made a, an offhand comment where you were just like, yeah, you if you were a dude, you would not be my type at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, why does this feel so, it feels so personal, but I'm not a dude. Why are my feelings hurt? Like, I don't. <laughs> so it was like small comments like that, that mm-hmm. you like were just clearly in passing that you were like, this is definitely not going to hurt my wife's feelings. Like, so I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'm over here. On the inside, being like, "Oh it's not no, safe. <laughs> yeah." When like you are the safest person I've ever met in my entire life for anyone, much less myself. Yeah. So I'm yeah. so sorry that I ever made you to feel unsafe. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you definitely rectified it because um, of the way that you did helped mm, um, <laughs> helped helped it. I, hel- I helped it at you. Yeah, and when you helped it at me. <laughs> say that I was non-binary out loud to you for the first time Mm. so um so yeah like and it's been safe ever since I don't that's interesting language do you feel like I like forced you out (laughs) no so I was thinking about that um so my mom forced me out Mm -hmm. uh when I was a kid and like I didn't I hadn't even like I knew what was happening um with me internally but until i'm ready and comfortable to talk about something uh if you push in that way i'm definitely going to shut down about it and you're never going to be a safe person again Mm -hmm. um now my mom and i have rectified that a lot and have really worked on our relationship and it's not to that extent still but at the same time i i know that you'll probably ask about my parents in this in a little bit so um i'll leave i'll leave that one for later okay but, uh, so she, I, I didn't like get pulled out. I wasn't like held while we walked together out. I got shoved out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And no, it did not feel like that with you. With you, Good. it felt like maybe you were ahead of me for a second, but you had your hand back behind <laughs> behind you waiting for me to hold on. And then you waited for me to catch up. Mm-hmm. And when I caught up, you like put your arm around me and like we walked out together. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. Okay. Because you knew that it was something that was weighing heavily, but that maybe I wouldn't have the... Sorry about my voice cracking. My uh, have the right verbiage for it. Mm. Okay. Because I often struggle with the verbiage. Gotcha. That's good to know. Yeah. Because, yeah, like when you just said that, I was like, hmm, that sounds like another Gemini that I know. <laughs> yeah. And no, no, no. And literally when, when we first started recording this the second time just now, um, I literally that went through my brain and I was like, no, that wasn't it. Like just good. went back out. So... And even if it were, you know, I would apologize and be like, okay, what steps do I need to take to scale it back or make you feel more comfortable or make that feel more safe? The way we do communicate when I am (laughs) in somewhere stuck in thought, whether Mm -hmm. it's about a disagreement on something or I'm stressing about something at work or with family or whatever, you always have this beautiful way of helping me verbalize it because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times... uh, a good friend, now this makes sense a lot. So our friend Cass said that um, sometimes when she needs to say something, she feels like it gets stuck in her throat, mm-hmm. right? And oftentimes it does feel that way mm-hmm. where I'm like, it's right there. I know I need to say something, but I don't know what to say. Mm. Oh, now I'm having so many revelations. Open up that throat chakra, babe. Yeah. So... Um, like, I'm having that a lot right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it, it's something that you, by asking the thoughtful and insightful questions that you do, help to determine. And sometimes if when you ask those questions and the open-endedness feels too overwhelming and vast, mm-hmm. you recognize that also, and you'll close it down and give me two options, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> this doesn't feel... <laughs> Quite as much. I can, okay, I can breathe again. I can do this. Yeah. And you do pretty well with, like, after some introspection, you'll be like, you know what? I Thinking think about that conversation why. the other day, mm, I said this, but I don't think that. Yeah. Like, now that I've had some time to think about it, I don't think that that was quite that. This yeah. is more of how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Because oftentimes I'll feel rushed and like I just need an answer. And it doesn't matter what the answer is. You just need to answer. And mm-hmm. then I'll answer and I'll be like, I didn't. Like, even ordering food, I'll be like, oh, I didn't really want a Sprite. I wanted a sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I, I really would have liked Oh, Starbucks had... the other day. <laughs> what I get at Starbucks? When we went to take your colleague's Starbucks at work. Oh, yeah. And, and then you ended up getting the completely they got, something else. It, yeah, they were out of what, what this person wanted. And then you were like, uh, And then I froze, this. and I just made a decision, <laughs> and then they got it completely wrong anyway. Mm-hmm. And I like you were about to be like, hey, this is... And I was like, no, 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 let's just... Please, let's go. I'm already feeling so much stress around this. <laughs> I was like, why are you so stressed out about this coffee? And, but we now, have no obligations today. It's I understand, okay. <laughs> but that's how... I'm yeah. like, oh, no. Which is how we're different. I got you. Yeah. That's where my anxiety definitely presents itself is when I'm forced into a decision and they need it right now. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Except for when it came to fucking wanting to get married, you were just like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, no, like, I'm, I'm no, cool that with that. It. I got your ring, too weeks ago so i didn't feel 
I've never What's felt up? scared or nervous about our relationship ever. Same. So, which is weird because I know I you. I always feel nervous and anxious because about I relationships. Know you. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah, you've always known me. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Have you or are you considering HRT or any other steps toward gender euphoria? Mm. And before you answer that, for the honeybees that do not know, we're kind of going on the trans scale. So I'll just take a moment to pause. If you're not sure what non-binary is, you are more than welcome to look it up. But just here's like a quick little TLDR. Just... um. Non-binary people are on the trans spectrum. So we think about just gender as a spectrum. You think about transness as a spectrum on the gender spectrum. Or we just fall somewhere under that umbrella. Or somewhere under that umbrella. Transness is not an indicator of your sexual identity. It's just your gender. Mm -hmm. Um, That's it. If you choose to acknowledge gender, there are some people that don't. Those people are a gender. Um, non-binary people exist outside of the binary, which would just be what we understand as male and female. HRT is hormone replacement therapy. So if you were assigned female at birth and you were to transition to male and to affirm your gender as male and decided to chemically transition, you would use testosterone if yeah. it were the opposite and you are a trans woman you would use estrogen Correct. so that's what hrt is and some um amab or afab people mm-hmm. uh choose to do this and still choose to to have hormone replacement therapy and still um identify as non-binary yes or like it, there is no right or wrong way i could be cisgendered correct. and be like there are things about you know i've done some research and testosterone in my body might mm-hmm. make me feel better um you know maybe i would want to change yeah. my fat distribution but yeah. i still feel very comfortable yeah some trans people um don't feel the need for it at all. Some trans people do not get top surgery, which would be a bilateral mastectomy. Um, there's different ways that you could go about doing that or bottom surgery, which would be, you know, obviously with the genitalia, um, changing that genitalia and modifying that genitalia to match your gender. Yeah. So gender confirmation, surgery. gender confirmation, surgery, um, correct. But yes, so someone choosing to not participate in HRT does not mean that they are not trans. Nope. Uh, so it's it's a sliding scale and it all equals trans if that's what that person says. So, yep. Um, so that being said, I did look into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... While the increase to sex drive sounds like really cool Mm -hmm. um, and like a great time, um, all of the rest of the side effects of it don't sound as fun to me. Uh, Like all the pubescent side effects. Yeah, basically going through puberty a second time. Mm -hmm. And especially the thing that I think um, maybe scares me the most about it or turned me off the most about it was the... um, when people are taking HRT, oftentimes, especially with testosterone, mm-hmm. um, they'll lash out and just be angry and they'll be like, oh my God, I'm just so angry. And mm-hmm. like, I don't want any, and this might be naive of me to say, but I don't want any part of any transition that I have to be negative. Mm-hmm. 
And especially if it, like, I lashed out at you, I would just be so upset about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that it would hurt your feelings. And yes, you would understand, but did it still hurt your feelings? Yeah. So, like, and I just, uh, I don't know. That doesn't sound good to me. Right. And I'm already, I feel like borderline lashy as it is, as far as my emotions go. Um, Usually I'm cool, calm, and collected, but occasionally I will have, like, a, a... quick blow up and you're like what the fuck and I'll be like I'm sorry I really didn't mean that and you'll be like that's fine but I don't want to hang out with you for a minute and I'll be like I get it <laughs> so <laughs> I'd be like yeah I'm gonna go you need to go to your room yeah and close the door so, and like I don't like the way that I feel in those moments mm-hmm. so amplifying that by a lot I don't I don't know that I would enjoy that and um for other people that I've I, you know, follow on Instagram or have uh, watched their transition stories and stuff. Like, I have a pretty feminine face. Mm -hmm. Um, By pretty feminine, I meant, like, kind of feminine, not, like, pretty. Oh, I'm pretty. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Fairly feminine face. I mean, that's the truth. Well, I do. It works both ways. Um, (laughs) And I I like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish there was a little more masculinity to it, but overall, I... I like the way that my face shape is now Mm -hmm. and the way that testosterone affects facial shapes. Um, I don't think that I would like that on my body. Okay. So like other people have asked like, well, you're wearing makeup or how do you feel about makeup and stuff like that? And I actually enjoy wearing makeup sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like at work and stuff, it like, I don't know if I have my makeup on, I feel confident. My hair is the way it is. My outfit's always going to be like perfectly like, like, It just makes me feel put together completely. Mm -hmm. But, like, at home, or if we're going out and we're not taking pictures, like, I'm probably not going to put makeup on. Mm -hmm. But I still like wearing it when I do have it on. Mm -hmm. But I like my face the way that it looks without it, too. So, I don't know. There's a little little of both. So, I looked into that, and no, I don't think I will do HRT. Okay. That was a long version. If you were single, do you think that you would consider it? No. No. No, for the same reasons. Really? Okay. I did some research, probably mm-hmm. not as extensive as you have. I highly doubt that. So we should probably reverse it. I probably researched it for like a day. Um, and when you research things, it's not just a day. Maybe. And usually mine's in passing. But also, like, you know, you kind of... Like, you don't just, like, start off on, like, the maximum dose of tea. Like, you start off on a smaller dose and then it increases over time. Mm -hmm. Do you think, like, you talked about maybe wanting to change a little bit of your facial structure to make it a little bit more androgynous? Like, that's what I understood from what you just said. Like, oh, sometimes, like, I would like it, like, a a little bit, but not too much. Um, would you ever consider just talking to an endocrinologist and seeing like what they would say about like smaller dosages or like over a specific amount of time just to see? I might be be open to that. Um, But really like, like it's called a transition for a reason, right? Like you're Mm -hmm. not just automatically going to be exactly what you expected and hoped to look like at the end, right? Yeah. I don't like transitions. (laughs) I really hate them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like if you cut your hair too short and like you're waiting for it to grow back out to be long enough to like the length that you wanted it Mm -hmm. or um, 
I don't know, like something like that I, is what I, in my brain, I'm comparing it to. Mm-hmm. And I, God, the transition stage, I, like, I really hate it. Uh, this will be interesting to revisit in yeah. another six months. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, the thought of that makes me more dysphoric than if I just don't have HRT. Interesting. So. How has your life changed, if at all, since your (laughs) discovery that non-binary is the most fitting for you at present? Um, I feel like you ask me a lot more questions. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which is good. Um, just about my feeling and which end of the feminine masculine spectrum am I on today Mm -hmm. or, and not that that's like an end all be all either. So anyway, um. Yeah, I feel like you just asked me a whole lot more questions. I do, because and, I want to affirm you. Yeah. And like, I'd like, we'll buy you things to be like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I got you a pronoun pin. Yeah. And I got you a different ring. Yeah. Um, you know, because you do have a very traditional and very feminine ring. Yeah, You know, really your pretty. wedding set is beautiful. And but I don't you always feel very sparkly. Sorry. That you don't always feel up to the sparkle and that it doesn't always make you feel the best. And I was like, okay, well, what about, what about something else? Do you like these? What do you think about these wood rings? What do you think about these tungsten rings? What do you think? You're like, oh, I like those. I was like, oh, okay, I'll give you one of those. So I looked for months and I got you <laughs> one of those. And then you have always got something that makes you feel good for whatever mood you're in. Um, and it's yeah. so funny how language plays such a big part in how safe you feel or how comfortable you feel or how bad you feel mm-hmm. or uncomfortable you feel. So just being able to say, are you feeling more cute? Are you feeling more handsome today? Are you feeling more pretty today? Are you feeling more like a cutie today? Are you feeling more like a hottie today? Are you feeling like a hot little stud? Or are you feeling like a bad bitch today? Like what feels the best? And usually like, you know, from day to day, moment to moment, you can be like, this is how I feel today. Like, yeah, this feels good. Or yeah. like, that doesn't, that felt okay yesterday, but today not so much. Yeah, but it also goes back to the language that you create for me, because if you'll notice, you just gave me two options for every single question you asked, mm-hmm. and not just a generality of how are you feeling, because I'd be like, fine. Right. I feel fine. Yeah. Why are you asking me? Are we okay? Are we in trouble? <laughs> and then, uh, right, and that is, uh, yeah, like I... I, I know you, so I know to ask questions in a very specific way so you understand very quickly what it's about. Even in, like when I text you, I'll be like, you know, you'll probably open it and see a long ass message. And in the beginning, I'll be like, not urgent. Yeah. Like read just when you have a minute, like not urgent. You don't have to reply right away. It's kind of the same thing. Those but are you the ones also... that I want to read like more immediately. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> And I don't know why. Because <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> like, I wish you could see this look on your face. I want to bite you. Well, like, the yeah. urgent ones, I'm like, oh, no, something's wrong. And then, like, not urgent. <laughs> Usually there's, like, some weird question in there or something stupid that's going to make me laugh. Yeah. So that's probably it's why. It's a long-ass dramatic story about how somebody was being dumb. And I'm giving you all of the details <laughs> so that I didn't forget it. Like, the last... It's been a long ass. I think the last time that I freaking messaged you like that was years ago. I sent you a text. It was so long. The iPhone was like a note, bitch. Okay. 
a note. Like it was not even, you had to open that shit. You literally said to me, like it cut off. I was like, you have to open it. Like you have to click the text and then it will give you my dissertation. Yeah, you were like, did you read it? And I was like, it was only a sentence. What do you mean? I was like, you got to open it, bish. Oh, it's a note? Oh, Oh. shit. Yeah. How is our marriage different, if at all? Um, well, you asked me, uh, if anything needed to change in like our sex lives, Mm -hmm. if, um, you needed to do anything differently or if we needed to use different toys or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you checking in, I mean, was nice (laughs) and made me feel seen. And of course I hadn't thought of that either. So (laughs) I was like, I don't think so. But I'll let you know if I think of something. So um, that's, I I would say our marriage is better than ever just because I'm not always going to be that person that like, if somebody uses the correct uh, pronoun, I'm probably not going to correct them or use the incorrect one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. probably won't correct them. Um, But also because I still haven't gotten used to they, them, when people are referring to me uh-huh. a lot of the times, too. So I, half the time, I don't even catch it. And you catch it way before I do for the few people that we have discussed with it. Mm-hmm. So um, I just feel like I always just have a built-in supporter and protector and best friend who's going to always have my back and mm-hmm. beat the shit out of somebody if they hurt my feelings or something. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You come home and tell me somebody hurt your fucking feelings. I probably won't because I don't want to have to pay the bail or for you to go to jail. But, well, if you make it to jail because you might just get shot. Maybe not. I'll be real nice to the cops when they get to their house. Um, Okay. Because I will figure out where they live and beat their ass. I'd be like, you don't have to meet me nowhere. I got you. I know you bought your house last year. I'll find out where. Don't worry. Yeah, your stalking skills are very impressive. Aren't they? Yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, I would say our marriage is definitely better than it's ever been. Can I say some ways that our marriage is different? Yeah. So I feel like our priorities, my priorities have shifted a little bit. It's a lot more holding space for this identity and the feelings that come along with it or like any kind of discomfort or discourse, um, just more patience you know Mm -hmm. i'm just like okay like we just have to okay let them figure out what they want to do we do some prompting we do some prodding but not too much and anytime that you bring something up that may even lead into that it's very very important that like i'm like okay this needs undivided attention and support and neutrality and to let you get it out and figure it out and overall i mean i just I agree with you. Like things are great. Things are like right now, like wonderful chaos happens like outside mm-hmm. inside. As long as the HVAC is working <laughs> is like you like as close to euphoria as I can get. Like it is, I've always called our home, like my sanctuary. It always feels like that unless there's energy in here that mm-hmm. does not, you know, flow along with that. But, um, yeah, like sex is different. Um, I touch you differently. I look at you differently. I 
um, and more conscious of the way that I talk about your body. And even beforehand, um, us having that conversation mm. about, you know, how, how, how are you, how are oh, you I feeling about, about uh, this particular area? Like, is that well, okay? Can, is that not okay? Uh, just your chest, you know, yeah. is that okay? Is that not okay? How are you feeling about that? Do I need to use different words or different language for other parts or you know yeah. whatever yeah um, i've forgotten about that completely yeah, so like you yeah you have adjusted the way that you've touched mm-hmm. me a lot and i do appreciate the thoughtfulness the yeah. and consideration that goes into that <laughs> even when you're inebriated you'll be like reach your hand out and accidentally touch you'll be like oh no i'm so sorry <laughs> all right let me touch your chin <laughs> i was just trying to touch your chest I try not to make it like that big a deal anymore, you know, like at first, because I was like, oh shit. You no, know? the first time you like just froze and you were like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's, Ooh, sorry. It's, it's okay. But I do make a conscious oh. effort to not make it your responsibility to comfort me. It's not your job. Yeah. You already have enough to work through. I can like adjust my behavior and then just be like, oh shit, well, you know, and then there's still times that I slip up. I do a really good job of using the pronouns that you like. Um, and even sometimes when I'm by myself, I'll be like, oh, Allison, da 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 And I even practice they, them when I talk about, you know, if I'm thinking about you or just kind of like recounting my day, like I will say those things out loud. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so now I'm just like, okay, well, what else can I do that makes them feel more comfortable? What, you know, another way that our marriage has changed. We were hanging out the other day, a few weeks ago. And I was like, talking to one of the puppies and I said oh mommy loves you and I was like honey does like mommy feel mom mom, does that how does how does that feel for you and you were like huh hadn't thought about it but now that you bring it to my attention feels kind of gross not not mm, maybe not and so you know we kind of came up with a different parent name for you for the for the babies and um so yeah, I'm just constantly kind of finding inspiration in other places, and you've uh, you've <clears throat> got a new nickname for me um, that you you always thought. Oh, yeah. okay. So uh, another thing, and this was a couple days ago. I've always thought that like when people that have husbands, yeah, call their husband hubby. I do not like the word husband. I just don't like. I don't know. It feels like such a hard. It's a harsh word. It is. I don't like it. I think that wife is like fine, like whatever. Um, I had a Spanish professor in college that referred to his wife as mi mujer. And I thought that was really sweet and kind of romantic. But I was like, that doesn't really, I don't really like it when people say my man or my woman. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel great to me. I don't, I've never liked that. But I was like, I've always thought hubby was very cute. Like, I love any short nickname that ends in an E. Like, True. hubby. Like, I, I love it. Um, wifey, not so much. It's something about that hard, you know, that long I and that F, like, wifey. I just, mm, ugh, I don't like it. So the other day I was like, probably inebriated. And I was like, huh, wife. Hmm, hubby, <gasps> wubby, and wubby is the cutest thing. <laughs> wubby is the cutest thought that I have thought in at least a week. Um, and 
you know, I was probably just going to say that to other people, but for, you know, I can't keep shit to myself. So I said to you the other day, I was like, honey, I'm going to call you my wubby. And you were like, oh my God, that's, I was like, it's like wife and hubby. And you were like, oh my God, that's the cutest thing. I was like, I know, right? I'm so glad that you like it. Cause I was probably going to call you that whether you liked it or not. I would just maybe tell other people that that's who you were. Cause I don't know. Sometimes it like, we've already talked about how we don't really like spouse. Uh-uh. Spouse feels very clinical. It feels like, like we're filling out form. I've never liked partner. I don't like it when anybody uses partner. I don't care about Pattable their relationship partners. to that person. If it is not a business, I do not like the word partner. Um, but very feminine words don't feel right. So like mm-hmm. wife, son, I'm just like, well, they are my wife, but maybe they won't be, you know, next year or in five years or, you know, maybe you'll be someone, you know, I mean, just a different title you, you might be my husband in five years you might be someone else but I was like wubby sounds cute so wubby it is until it's not <laughs> um so yeah like sex is different and just the way that I talk to you and touch you is different um like the way that I look at you is different um the way that I let you catch me looking at you is different um yeah I guess just it's different mm um well it is different and going (laughs) going back to that and the um hormone replacement stuff um because you said other medical procedures um going back to that in my chest specifically Mm -hmm. I considered getting top surgery Mm -hmm. or have considered like it's been on the table Mm -hmm. Uh, but looking at it I was like man this is really expensive like this doesn't bother me too much also I don't have a huge chest to begin with so like eh, it's not too bad I also looked into um binders and um other things like that and think I would just rather stick to like sports bras and um regular bras still and just because, like, the binders that I did look into, one of the things was, like, because I thought you could just wear it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, don't do that. You might, like, collapse your lung from not being able mm-hmm. to fully Shift expand. your ribs, bruise them, yeah. fracture them, move around. It's like a corset. Yeah. And I I did not understand that. Or a waist like, trainer. In my head, it was just a tight tank top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and there are different kinds and stuff out there. But I was, like, okay, well, maybe that's not such a great idea. Also when something is too tight, I feel claustrophobic anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh no. Uh, so yeah, I don't think that I'll do that for now. Yeah. Um, and if it's something that you change your mind about, you know, kind of similar to what we're already doing, we'll just, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But if it's something that you want to do or you start to feel more strongly about, like, I want you to know, like, okay, like we're, I'm just game for like, whatever makes hmm. you feel comfortable you know however you can experience euphoria in your body like i'm not worried about money Mm. you know what i'm saying like then i just pick up extra gigs like now that it's been consistently cool in here for some time you know we just move forward i mean it's not that hard you know Mm -hmm. it may not be the most fun gigs but guess what there'll be quick ones that i get paid out for and we put that shit into an account and you do what you need to do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like call it a day um so yeah if you change your mind cool if you don't change your mind cool Mm -hmm. if you want to try binding still cool get some binders i mean i don't see why not and you know they have like different sizes and things like that so you don't have to immediately go with like the tightest one that you 
can, you know, you can go with me, size up or go up half a size and wear that for a while and see how that makes you feel. Um, but also since you talked about the size of your chest, you brought it up. I didn't, uh, the results that I have seen with people that do not have as much of that tissue, uh, can, um, are usually pretty good candidates for keyhole procedures. So you don't end up with the scarring. They can like kind of go in, I think. And just kind of suck some out. Yeah. Like, do they go in through like your abdomen or something like that? And then kind of lipo it out and construct, deconstruct it that way. I don't remember, but I don't know. I'm just people that I would have a really hard time if I decided like, we're not friends anymore. I don't want you on my body. You make me uncomfortable. I'm not gelling with this. I don't need you anymore. It would be very traumatic because I have a lot of tissue in that place. So it would be a lot to remove and it would be a lot to fix. Yeah. Um, to reconstruct and probably put my nipples back and, or maybe I would have to get my nipples tattooed because of the size of my nipples. And I mean, like they, look very much like, you know, I mean, like I have very large boobs and they look, you know, my areolas and nipples are proportionate to yeah. that. So like if I were to remove oh, all understand. of that and then it would look, yeah, it look insane yeah. and I would hate myself because <laughs> my, oh my God, could you just well, imagine my look- chest flat, but just my nipples and areolas on my chest still? <laughs> oh. oh no. I don't uh... <laughs> I, I'd never heard of that before, but that definitely sounds interesting yeah. because I think, like, other than money, the biggest holdup was I didn't want the scars. The scars, yeah. Yeah, and I've told you that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. So, check it out. Mm-hmm. Just look into it. What are some things that you do to make yourself feel the most grounded and comfortable and euphoric? How can the people in your life contribute to that? Like using correct pronouns or complimenting your outfits or. Yeah. Complimenting my outfits always makes me feel good. (laughs) Like every time I go to work, I always have a black lady story to bring home. Sorry about my stomach. Black Uh. lady story to bring home to you to tell you about how some beautiful black woman complimented me in my outfit and told me how cute I was. And I'm like, ma'am. And I'm like, you got a black lady compliment today, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. They just feel so much more special. They do. Because usually they mean it. Yeah. So. If a black person insults you or compliments you, they mean that shit. Yeah, so genuine compliments on my attire or Mm -hmm. my hair or. Just your aesthetic in general. Um, That always makes me feel good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. This has nothing to do with with my gender identity, but just with who I am as a person. If you tell me I'm a safe person, that makes me feel really nice and special. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think mainly just, I guess I'm really shallow. Just compliment me on that I look nice. In the shallow. Do you know I am like a chronic parenthetical aside user who does not close parentheses and it makes me so mad i do it in emails i do it when i write i do it you don't close your parentheses i forget and i'll be like that's great open parentheses punctuation new paragraph lovely yeah i'm a piece of shit i'm a i'm a piece of shit honestly i really really am oh no i really know it how does your gender identity 
impact other areas of your life? If it does. Or does it? Um, finding someone to cut my hair was difficult <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, because, like, <clears throat> I started out, we used the same person. Mm-hmm. And, um, while it was fun, it was a fun experience for her to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. And she did such a good job of affirming me mm-hmm. during that. Um, but I needed something that... Uh, needed it just needed to be swapped. Like she didn't part it on the right side. Yeah. And so I just needed somebody that like that was like your bread and butter. You just cut dudes' hairs. Yeah. Right. Because it was a dude haircut. Like that's mm-hmm. what I wanted. Yeah. So having to ask like my coworkers where they get their haircut at that was interesting for me. Um, and Say like more about that because I've I've always joked that like at work. I've worked my way into the boys club, mm-hmm. right? Um, what I didn't realize was that I was already a part of it and didn't know it, mm-hmm. kind of. So, just for the wrong reasons. So then I was like, oh, I still want to be a part of your club, but like, <laughs> where do you get your hair cut? <laughs> like, did, do you like that person? <laughs> do they talk a lot? <laughs> and uh so yeah i tried to not make it weird while i felt ridiculously awkward did you it. yes sometimes i just forget that we're such different people because that seems like such a small thing but it seems overwhelming to me sometimes <laughs> yeah and it's still very vulnerable yeah. too because then that might beg questions about mm-hmm. why are you asking for my barber allison yeah um or hey where did you where do you get your suits at Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, you know, so like that uh, it has made me feel a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Or like, um, I don't know. My mom, I've noticed, doesn't say anything about what I wear anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's probably because she doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? I really don't care. Apathetic. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, I mean, she doesn't have to wear it. And thank God I don't have to wear her clothes. That's gross. uh, That's kind of like how I felt. I'd prepped and prepped and prepped myself up hair-wise for her to look at it. And like, that's ended up because I'd like made it so terrible in my mind when she said exactly what I expected her to say. And I was just like, oh, well, sorry you don't like it. It's a good thing it's not your fucking hair, right? Yeah. Makes me feel better. Right. So, um, and with my parents, I don't think that I'll, I don't know that I ever want to share this with them. We just got away from them to die. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, I just don't think they would know how to respond properly, mm-hmm. nor does my father have the tools to learn Emotional, anymore. mental, yeah. cognitive. Technological. None of those. He doesn't Ability, have any of those. Capacity, resources. No. So like, he, I know that in his heart, like he he loves me. Mm-hmm. I get that, but he would probably say something that he doesn't actually mean. Mm-hmm. Just think that he's being cute and piss you off, and then you piss me off, and then I never talk to him die. ever again. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. So rather than that, 
And guys, we're just very matter of fact. Yeah. We both have really great relationships with Allison's parents. Um, it's nothing malicious. It's not anything no, that we're wishing. Really we're just old. being very matter of fact. They're old. I mean, they're 75. So, uh, it's a different time. They yeah. have different expectations. And, you know, they're still very much in a traditional dynamic that, mm-hmm. you know, we've wondered like, hmm, I wonder yeah. if, you know, this relationship came about 20, 30 years later, yeah. if they would have made the same decisions that they did. So right. I just want to clarify that just in case that does come up. You know, we just are very matter of fact about yeah, it. It's no, not no, negative. It's, it, no, yeah. we both love them very much. Uh, and they love both of us. Like Tiffany and my dad are best friends. I don't. But uh, I, I love think, him so much. We kiss on the mouth. It's I, fine. Right. Hashtag think, no tongue. Except for that one time. Uh, <laughs> I think that uh, <laughs> we think it was an accident. We're just going to go with that. Um, I think that. Um, They'll never know if we're kidding or not. And I think that's very funny. <laughs> I think that if I told my mom that she would try to learn from her previous reaction Mm -hmm. and react in a better manner so i think she just wouldn't say anything though if you told your mom your mom and i would have to spend a lot of time together yeah because she would want to know she wouldn't feel comfortable looking this stuff up on the internet Mm -hmm. because she would be afraid that somebody was going to be able to see her search history because for her, it's still about. She'd be afraid the way to ask presents. you very direct questions because yeah, she didn't she want didn't to wa- offend you. She wouldn't want to offend me because that's her. One of her biggest things with, with Tiffany is like she'll ask me stuff about how you're feeling rather than just asking you because she's like, I don't want to offend her. And, and you'd I'm be like, like, nigga, if you don't just fucking ask her. Yeah, I don't I'm just say that. You don't say but, nigga um, to your mama. Oh my God, it would be so funny if you did. All. I'm going to start texting um, your mama, nigga. I'd be like, nigga, what's up? See what she does. She would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> She'll be like, she she call you immediately. No, she wouldn't call me because she would feel weird about that. She would call my sister to be like, "What does this mean?" And you know, she's not gonna know either. So then, she's gonna make it so much worse. Oh my god, I'm so stressed out just thinking oh about god. that, and I'm just delighted. <laughs> And I just don't oh. acknowledge any questions so, that yeah. your mom has. I won't pick up her phone calls. I'll no, just leave her to spiral no. on her own. So I probably, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel safe enough to share that with them yeah. or worth the, even the hat, like it's the potential, for... the potential hassle and chaos that could ensue. Yeah. Like just, just, just live, live the rest of your life. I'll execute your will and we'll go from there. Yeah. And then I'll probably just live my life as, as whomever I am at that time and <laughs> go from there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and literally not announced to anybody. It's just going to, everything's just going to change. Yeah. I'd be like, well, here, here you go. it is. So, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. I would literally make you a website, send a link. Oh, I would just make a page on our website, send everybody a link directly to Mm -hmm. that with an FAQ and then be like, if they, you know, with an FAQ and then with resources at the bottom, I'll be like, we're not accepting any questions at this time, but you are more (laughs) than welcome to do your own independent research. Here's some resources to get you started. Yeah. Love and light. um, (laughs) Tiffany and Anderson. For the most part. (laughs) Yeah. Like if I ever do fully transition or shoot, just change my name, that, that will be my name anderson yeah you, you've dubbed it Aww. like i've looked at other names but nothing else nothing feels else right is fitting as anderson so, is for you i've looked too and i'm just like it's, this doesn't it's anderson like i was trying to find an, a name that started with a l 
that I liked that so it wouldn't be like you could still just call me Al or whatever and it wouldn't be weird. Alston. But, uh, ew. Ew. No. Antoine. That doesn't start with A L. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you're doing a bad job. <laughs> Antoine. <laughs> Are there any more questions on there? Or <laughs> Altoid. Not Altoid. You're so fucking rude. Okay, we all know gender is a social construct. There's no such thing as gender roles, but also how do you feel about gender roles? <laughs> Traditional male-female gender roles, to be specific. Well, I feel like I grew up with those, but I feel like I was raised as a boy. Yeah. So, like, I was always opening the doors for people, and, like, on my dating profile, it said, jokingly said, like, my mom raised me to be a Southern gentleman, and while it was kind of a joke, I was kind of serious at the same time. It was not a joke. No. So, like, I don't, you can, whatever you're comfortable with, I'm like, cool, but usually I do tend to gravitate more towards what would be deemed by society as masculine roles. Yeah. Which is so funny that like in the queerest relationship I've ever been in for me to feel so liberated from gender roles and to also be like, Oh, but I'm a kept woman at the same time is so hilarious. Well, to enjoy me. it now. Cause eventually I'm going to be a kept person. So, <laughs> cause you got a, like, whew. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, it's always been very interesting. I remember when I met you and what you were wearing, I was like, okay. Makes sense. And then (laughs) Uh, it was just such an, it was an interesting experience on different levels. So it was like seeing you and I was like, okay, very cute. Like this is very gay. And then making notes of things. I don't know what it is about lesbians and like, I swear to God, if you know a female identified person and they are unmarried but they wear a simple band of any sort on their middle finger that is a queer lady it's a queer baby it's it's a queer person it is a queer alien they're queer whatever's going on it's gay okay so that already and i was like okay this is a very adorably small person. And then I got to you and then you did not smell the way that I would have expected you to smell. Like it, you were wearing cologne, like it's men's fragrance. And I was like, okay, this smells delicious. Interesting. Yeah, it does. I love it. And then at the end of our date, you wanted to fight me um, about paying the bill. Yeah. And I was like, this is interesting. Yeah, I um, want to pay the bill. Yeah, you you pulled out my chair for me and wanted to, like, walk me to my car. And, you know, I'm just like, bitch, can't nobody get my big ass in a trunk. They can get your big ass. Let me walk you to your car. What the fuck are you doing? Um, So that was very interesting. And then the complete 180 for what you wore to work and i was like what oh the f- what yeah that and that was my favorite suit too that form-fitting uh your like, blue suit yeah yeah the navy one with and, your tan heels and i felt like i felt so good in that suit too you looked like, really good in that suit mm-hmm. um you would still look good in that suit if you decided to put it on you look good in no, anything that you put it on doesn't it doesn't look good fit anymore because i can't button those pants anymore so sounds like we need to get rid of that suit then babe i did you did yeah oh she has it um no so well the last 
queer baby I had come through. Sweet. Um, has the pants, um, but I kept the the blazer. Oh, you saw the blazer in there. Cool, cool, cool. Because it still fit. Uh, I wasn't hulking out. I was it. wondering because, like, I saw it the other day when I was picking out something for you. I was like, "Does why is this still here? Mm, do yeah. I need to ask about?" Okay, good to know. Well, that's why, and I haven't figured out if I still like it or not. But mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it enough to let it go. To of let it. it go just yeah. yet. I gotcha. Yeah, but I definitely need some more clothes, and you're been helping me with that too. Yeah, yeah. And then seeing like what you wore and yeah. how long it took for you to do your hair, and how long it took for you to do your makeup. Yeah, it took a long time. I was. I was very confused. I was like, this is okay. I mean, you looked great. I mean, like, yeah, it was just a weird juxtaposition, like dissonance. I was like, what? Hmm? Okay, sure. All right. Go, cool, cool. But it never quite set. I was like, do they know that they a boy or do they not know they a boy? Because I know they a boy. Should I tell them that they a boy probably? I didn't know that I was a boy. I knew that you was a boy. I didn't know, though. I said, look at this little boy with these heels on. I would have been so offended at the time, because if you tell me I'm something before I'm ready to recognize that, I will fight you. And by fight, I mean probably leave. I wasn't going to shove you out of the closet, but I was like, it's a boy. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then you cut your hair off, and I was like, eh? Okay, let's go get some clothes. Yeah. The next thing I want to do is go to like an actual... A tailor? Yeah, suit place and... A haberdasher? A haberdashery? Is that what it's called? Yeah, you didn't know what a haberdashery was? No, but that sounds great. I thought it was an ice cream shop this whole time. Y'all, I swear to God, I'm not that stupid, please. No, it's a tailor. Like literally, Google it. You've got your phone there. Haberdashery. Haberdashery. Oh, no, I dropped my glasses. We're um, going away for Anderson to look up haberdash. a haberdashery oh, yeah, you're, you're right. and realize that it's a tailor. Yeah. Men's clothing and accessories. Yep. And that's something else that like down the line I'd really like to do for queer people because I want you to come and feel the safest by me to get measured and styled and feel all fancy and delicious um, with yeah. somebody that's really good at like tailoring clothes, I just want to like cultivate the experience and buy the stuff and do the styling. I can't actually oh like God, make the clothes. So good at that. I'd be amazing at that. So <clears throat> I y'all would just want to do that, best... but like at a queer place. I don't know where the closest one is. Mm, okay, that's something that we could ask uh, the bevy. Yeah, because I was gonna, I was gonna be like, well, let's just go to like men's warehouse where's that place in the mall and then oh uh it was downstairs next to h&m azure azure it's a-z-u-a-z-u-r-e isn't it yeah yeah okay i don't know how they pronounce it i would say azure or azure but i don't know yeah if if they have good customer service if they don't have that good customer service i don't want to go we've been there. there before remember right but the last time we went there the guy it was that we it liked was a different person that's right wasn't, wasn't there, there anymore. he was at the one in leeds yes so if we go somewhere i'd probably like to try that one first okay. if it's still a thing yeah so um that's right we could definitely do that i would maybe atlanta has one i don't know Ooh, atlanta Anyway, um, if there are any trans non-binary people, Mask of Center uh, folks, 
that have a recommendation, please email info at sweetesthoney.love. I would love, love, we would love, 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 love that recommendation. Yeah. So that's the next thing I want to do. And um, any details about your experience? And it would be even better if you would attach a picture of your cute little (laughs) self in your suit. Oh Uh, my God, I would fucking die. Do you understand me? Because I still, like, even in my my blazer choices and stuff i still overall prefer a more feminine cut in blazers i think because they don't swallow you up and yeah look boxy the, yeah because the other ones i don't have shoulders so right but, um, but if I we go like to a tailor a tailor who can fix those things for you especially if we get home we go and find somebody that you like that knows your measurements and stuff and i can just go and get anything in that store i can fucking surprise you they've already got your measurements and shit oh my god i would love that that would make me feel so good i brought you a suit i'd be like honey i got you a surprise i got anderson a surprise and then it's like a suit in the closet yeah i'd love to buy you a suit um, but we do have to go and get you measured and um, yeah, speak with the, the tailor. But yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I would like that. What advice do you want to share with anyone questioning or exploring their gender identity or expression? Um, just test it out. If you feel like being they that day, then tell everybody they and make everybody, oh no, participate. And uh, sorry. If... <laughs> Yeah, so just test test it out. There's no wrong way to go about it. Are there any parents in the audience um, with children that liked Yo Gabba Gabba? Just try it. Oh. You'll like it. It was about food, but I'm talking oh. about like, quote unquote, men's clothes because men uh, clothes don't have a gender. Um, specifically, yeah. let me let me fix that. Clothes do not have a gender. <laughs> like not men's clothes don't have a gender. <laughs> would be a really stupid thing to say clothes do not have a gender um clothes and shoes i just wish that we could just get down to just like a nice just separate them by like t-shirts and blouses graphic tees regular tees oversized tees uh skinny pants not so skinny pants high-waisted pants right like you know i mean just straight size i mean you can keep the sizing but just keep everything together we need to get away from segregation give us pockets this is bullshit. I just don't understand the segregation of clothing and shoes. Everything does not need a specific section. Just do little humans and big humans, okay? You go to the little human section for your kids' clothes. You go to the big human section for grown-up clothes. Yeah. And all of the shoes are just from little size yeah. up to the big size. that's another problem that I have is uh, finding more masculine shoes, specifically for work. Yep. Luckily, I found some on amazon so if there's anybody out there that needs a recommendation but your shoes your feet are too small for men's sizes kid sizes work and i will send you that link yes because uh, they're awesome and they look fantastic they do so um and they've held up really well like please yeah. don't get rid of the old ones because i might be able to find somebody that can put um well, I, wasn't a going sole. To. I was just gonna leave them in my car as like a backup yeah. in case something happened to my other shoes but i wonder if we can find a oh, like blacksmith a sh- like no. a leather worker it's a, uh, a, shoe a cobbler person there we go cobbler, cobbler haberdasher all of that yeah uh there's a shoe repair place in pelham 
Yeah. So. That might be able to put a, a new sole on them so you can have some traction on the bottom. Yeah, because that's the only problem. I hit a uh, like a puddle of water and, and slid across the store. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. Yeah. So. I was and like, your pretty oh, friend not. might also know, like, he's always got nice shoes. Yeah. Um, all of my, my pretty friends that I've asked um, with nice style uh, tell me things that are helpful for people with normal size feet. Mm. And they'll be like, well, I just buy my shoes it. And I'm like, that's so great for you. Yeah. You're not helping. I gotcha. Well, but that's I know, why you I know have the two, the two in our area, I know where they're at. An so. obsessive wife who can uh, always hook that shit up for you. Truth. But uh, just try it out. What advice would you give to a spouse or partner of a trans person? Ooh. Um, do, if you have a feeling at all that your spouse or partner may be uh, leaning towards non-binary or trans, I would highly suggest you go and do some research on your own beforehand, um, whether it's through some trans community subreddits or, um, you know, just reading online what could, uh, you know, best, <laughs> how to handle your spouse coming up. Like, any of these things are going to be great. Oh my god, Instagram. Instagram is For our honeybees too. that are here, y'all know yeah. um, brand that we had for our Black Trans Lives episode. I forget the name of the episode, but it was pretty recent. It was still this year. Um, brand is rad. Brand yeah. is, like, brand is so hot. Like, I miss Instagram for brand. Um, but he would be an awesome person to find, yeah. to follow. And I believe that his Instagram handle is at onlybrand. Um, or I actually think that it's uh, at brand Pharrell. Allison's looking it up and we can uh, leave that down below. But mm-hmm. he's awesome. Uh, he posts a lot of, I mean, just. Yeah. At brand Pharrell 79. Yeah. And that's Pharrell. P-H-A-R-R-E-L-L. Yeah. And he's really, really sweet. He posts all kinds of cool stories and content and is pretty open um, about his journey. And he's black and he's adorable and he's just the kindest uh, person ever. Um, so that's There's a recommendation. Another one is um, transgender underscore together. And it's just super simplified just topics and they mm-hmm. just do different things uh each each day yeah. which is helpful and also y'all know y'all know how instagram works you can literally just type in hashtag non-binary mm-hmm. um and just check that out there's another podcast episode that we had with anna and marissa um about being asexual but anna is also non-binary so check out that episode as well Mm -hmm. this is a really good resource like you can reach out to us if you have more questions we would be happy to um follow up on that and i'm actually thinking about taking a step back from instagram the platform itself i'll talk about that in the next episode of sweet as honey probably um but i may not be able to come back to instagram just for um energetic reasons (laughs) i'll touch base on it later Mm -hmm. but um you can always email me please 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 email me if you feel like oh my god i miss tiffany um i miss connecting whatever i'm also considering maybe transferring that into clubhouse where we can have a clubhouse room um and we can maybe get together and have 
like open discussions just about anything and maybe that'll kind of be my catch-all we can communicate with each other it doesn't have to be YouTube we can talk without having to be dressed up and we will make it a private room so it's just people that have been invited for that so if that's something that you're interested in email me please info at sweetesthoney.love I would love to just kind of transfer that and make the space more communal and of course monetization is always what the goal is for anything right like podcasting is fun but bitch like we got bills to pay so um you know that may be something that down the road if we're thinking about doing a subscription based or still patreon um i'll have something figured out by like the winter as far as that's concerned and hopefully you guys will start to hear some ads um around that time as well. I'm going to work on that. So now the goal is just listenership. It's reconnecting. It's kind of refilling out this space and figuring out um, what you're responding to, what you like to hear, what you're preferring to hear and moving on from there. Do you have any final thoughts? Oh, wait, I had some suggestions as far as what people could do for their spouses. Oh, what? Um, Yes, asking questions. Also, it's very important. It's important and it's valid. If you are a straight person and you are not gay and you are not demisexual, like it does not matter what type of emotional attraction you have to have, like a body plays a part in your attraction and that's where you are, it's okay to have to have that conversation or to revisit that or to seek therapy for that. Um, It does not make you bad if, you know, this person that you have known one way needs to transition and you know that transition just means that they hold a different place in your life um so please don't let guilt catch you up too much over that you'll be happier um functioning differently than being in a relationship that you don't want to be in they'll know right they'll know you'll know and we just want you to be happy and healthy no matter what that means for your relationship so that's okay if it's something that you individually would like to talk to your own therapist about instead of bringing that necessarily to um a couple's therapist that's Mm -hmm. okay um But if you're just open, (laughs) you know, you're just open, just be open, find community, reach out to other people, talk to them about their experiences, listen to my bird scream, Um, you know, but I feel like community is very important. Find trans people that you like, Um, listen to trans people that you like, Uh, find trans people that are openly educating. Do not reach out to trans people that are not offering to educate you and ask for them to educate you. Remember, we are still thinking about things because we're beyond making it everybody else's responsibility to educate us when we are capable of educating ourselves. We're not doing that to black people. We're not doing that to trans people. We're not doing that to queer people. Um, We're going to ask the questions to people that feel safe. We're not going to ask inappropriate questions about genitalia and surgeries and you know, we're talking to people like human beings. And if it's somebody that's close to you, like a spouse or partner, you know, you can talk about those things, but also just have some grace for them and know that this is probably new for them too. And there's a lot of things that they probably have been waiting for the right opportunity to say for the first time, or, you know, when it comes out to you, that may be the first time that they are saying it or feel safe. So no matter how you want to proceed, be a safe person. Like, don't be an asshole. (laughs) Be safe. Remember that you love this person and that you want to support them. 
And yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um, No, I just really love you and appreciate the way that you support me. I love you. You're my best friend. I'll always support you. Yeah. Always. A hundo P. Same. I got you. Yeah. Unless you cheat on me and then we end up getting a divorce, in which case you and that bitch can fuck off and die. You and whoever catches your attention is able to hold it for that long and likes you like that. Mm, Unlikely. They'll (laughs) like me. I won't like them. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll just have to not cheat and stay together. So far, so good. Sounds better to me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, honeybees. So like I said, um, not hanging out on Instagram or on Twitter so much lately, but please do email info at sweetesthoney.love. Our website is sweetesthoney.love. And I may like take it a little old school and just go back to just doing some blogging. (laughs) Who knew? So yeah, hit us up there and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.